Blog Talk Radio. Alzheimer's. 
Anti-science means you don't need science to prove anything unless you sell that, prove anything you sell that's toxic. Do not ever question anything. Just be a robot stooge and obey the crooked schemes of your biotech masters. This has been a public message from the organic world of health enthusiasts. Beware, GMO food pushes are anti-science. That's so true, folks. So anyway, just a little warning. A little warning here. Pretty scary. Yeah. Toxic inoculation nation, USA. Injecting nicotine or uranium into your muscle tissue could kill you. But the CDC likes you injecting mercury and aluminum regularly. You can't inject nicotine or uranium into your blood with a vaccine, or you would die. So why do millions of people inject mercury, which is still in most vaccines and flu shots? Mercury compounds are still used in vaccines as preservatives, and the medical establishment ignores its toxicity, including the agencies that oversee safety. Mercury, usually listed in forms of uh, Thimerosal on flu shots and vaccines is the second most poisonous element known to mankind. Oh, my God. <laughs> God. Got a monkey on your back? Escape the cigarette fix without medications? Here's how. Do you feel trapped? Do you feel captured by nicotine, wicked nicotine? You're maybe one of the 45 million smokers who live in the USA. Do you smoke a pack a day? Step right up. Do you smoke two packs a day? Step right up. This is the platform, the yellow brick road to the castle of freedom that rescues thousands of smokers from the plight of 4,000 chemicals in commercial cigarettes. Whoa, isn't that odd? Oh, my God. So what do they do? Laced with ammonia, bleach, and pesticide, every smoker knows the feeling of being a nervous wreck from cigarette chemicals and needing another cigarette laced with nicotine to temporarily quell the cigarette hangover you have from the last smoke. But how will you quit? You have the willpower, but probably not the way. You don't want to take those scary medications either. The worst part of taking medications to quit smoking are the side effects. Have you heard? Have you read? People post all over the Internet about how their medications give them horrific, weird, and terrible nightmares that end up making them insomniacs who don't even enjoy sleeping anymore and can't go to sleep when they want to most. They're exhausted physically, mentally, and usually spiritually. The 4,000 chemicals break them down over time, and the nicotine relief period gets shorter and shorter, demanding stronger nicotine, stronger tobacco, longer drags on the cigarette, and smoking them more often. Do you wake up coughing? Do you laugh hard without? Can you laugh hard without coughing? The vicious cycle of smokers trapped, and the pleasure of it all has worn away, chipped away, and deteriorated into desperate attempts to just feel normal again. Well, there's a much smarter and easier way than smoking for these uh, years to come. It all starts with an ex-smoker sharing of strategies and education about how the chemicals affect your body. A few great behavior modification tips and the whooping success uh, manual that uh, um, uh, spells out nutrition. A one-hour video teaches all these phases of quitting even in our incorporates organic tobacco for the final 14 days of a smoker's career. I think it's interesting because uh, I quit about uh, over two years now. So you have to go to the Health Ranger at naturalnews.com. The Health Ranger, yeah, check that out. And you can check out that video, and they'll help you quit smoking. Yeah, it's pretty scary, really, when you think about it. Let's go ahead and go further down here. Yeah. Uh, what is a Schedule One cancer killer, and should it be legal? One in every three Americans will get cancer in their lifetime and only half survive it. Still, chemicals in foods, drinks, tap water, and vaccines go highly underrated, and the common man, woman, and child 
end up with cancer and wondering how to fight it and if they will survive.
They are known for their role <coughs> in preventing heart disease, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, cancer, arthritis, and much more. The seven-time Nobel Prize nominee, Dr. Johanna Budwig, a pioneer of EFA research, reported success in treating heart infractions, arthritis, cancer, and other common diseases with massive doses of EFAs. Essential fatty acids are indispensable for the function and development of brain and nervous system and the production of healthy cell membranes. They also supply hair and skin with necessary nutrients and aid in the various other functions in the body. Hair, skin, and nails are all formed from the same line of dermal cells. It's also a fish oil supplement. Oh, that's right. Fish oil supplements are a great source of ESAs, particularly omega-3s, which is why they have become so popular. However, for those who are vegetarians, they are not an option. They are also concerns that some sources of fish oil are contaminated with mercury and other toxins. Hemp seed oil, which contains omega-3, 6, and 9, is a great alternative that will provide the same benefits as fish oil without the danger of ingesting toxins. Hair, skin, and nails are all formed from the same line of dermal cells, so it's no surprise that people who use hemp oil report thicker and shinier hair, softer skin, and stronger nails. Since hemp seed oil is nearly identical to our own lipids, it's capable of penetrating our cells and lubricating the surfaces between them. It is used to nourish not only dry skin, but blotches and lesions as well. It can detoxify the skin even out skin tone. You can safely use hemp oil as a moisturizer without worry of it clogging the pores. Eczema. Only plants containing vitamin D, which is necessary for calcium absorption. Oh, that's a special property of uh, hemp oil, but let me read about eczema. Of the many possible uses of hemp oil as a direct treatment, its efficacy of, at treating eczema is one of the most promising. Researchers led by Dr. Jay Calloway at the Department of Pharmaceutical and Chemi Chemistry and Clinical Nutrition at the University of Kopio, Finland studied the benefits of health seed oil in patients yeah. with atopic dermatitis, which is eczema, and reported the following results. We saw a remarkable reduction in dryness, itching, and overall improvement in symptoms. Special properties of hemp oil. Only plant containing vitamin D, which is necessary for calcium absorption, contains vitamin E in advantageous amounts, relieves premenstrual stress, has unequaled anti-inflammatory properties not found in other oils, is a natural sunblock. Second to one. Not none. Second to none. Yeah, seed oil products are true superfoods that are brimming with greatness. When speaking of seed oil, Dr. Galloway also remarks, I'd have to conclude that this is probably the healthiest oil on the market. You know, you know what I saw? Um, I didn't see hemp seed oil, but I saw a package of hemp seed at Costco. Hemp seed. Oh, really? They didn't have the oil. They just had hemp seed. Uh, I wonder what you do with it. Just eat the hemp seed? You just eat it and stuff, yeah. You know, I, I, I don't recall eating it before. But I know it's, I know you can you can put, you can um, eat it. Um, but yeah, Costco's has big bags of hemp seed oil. Um, uh, they didn't have any oil, though? No, no, they didn't have the oil. They just had uh, the uh, bags of uh, hemp seed. Hmm. Yeah. I guess if you had a press, you could, you could make the oil, yeah. But there might be places to buy the oil. Yeah, like I'll, I'm sure you can buy it. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. Go back up, go back up, because it says there were there was a place you could Yeah, it says that, but it's legal in some states. It's not legal in all Otherwise, it would be on the shelves. Well, if you could sell hemp seed, why can't you sell hemp seed oil? <laughs> because hemp seed, hemp seed is, is it doesn't have the THC in it. Neither does the hemp seed oil. Right, but hemp seed oil, I don't know why they can't sell it. You know? Keep going. Well, maybe they can. They just didn't. If they can sell hemp seeds, they can sell hemp seed oil. Yeah. Oh, 
we'll take a look. We'll, look we'll see where we can purchase that at some yeah, point. We'll talk, we'll talk about it on the show. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's a, that is an interesting cut off. Mm-hmm. Interesting news. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, I have some news here. Yeah, please, yeah. The time to boycott Saudi oil is now. Um, the EU warns of Saudi attacks, alarming impact on on civilians that's in Yemen. And the quote is, we behead people, we abuse women, do you think we give a shit? That's the Saudis. There is no question that the U.S.-supported and Saudi-led attack on Yemen is a blatant act of illegal aggression. According to the Red Cross, the Saudis and their cohorts are blocking urgent aid shipments to the poorest country in the Middle East. The Red Cross has spent the last several days seeking Saudi permission to deliver the aid, but to no avail. Backed by certain bully boy members of the U.N. Security Council, those Saudis blatantly dismissed the Red Cross' call for a ceasefire, insisting that aid will only be provided when they believe it will not interfere with their illicit goals. Installing a puppet regime in Sana and ensuring full control over oil reserves in the area. In other words, Yemeni people are dying so that multinational corporations can lay siege to the remaining oil reserves in the Arabian Peninsula. It is a time like these that the international community has to ask what its ethics are. That's for sure. All right. All right. Uh, something interesting here that I didn't really understand too well. Um, it's like federal judge orders entrepreneur to commit his own Facebook identity theft or go to jail. What do you mean by that? I don't. I I read this. I was kind of confused, but it's, uh, it's interesting. In yet another astonishing example of the expanding insanity of the digital activism sweeping across America, a federal bankruptcy judge in the Southern District of Texas has ordered an individual to commit his own identity theft on Facebook and violate the Facebook terms of service he has agreed to, or be arrested and thrown in jail at noon tomorrow. On April 3rd, Judge Jeff Bohm, issued an order denying Jeremy Alcides emergency motion objecting to a proposed order regarding social media accounts. Huh. The account in question is named Jeremy Alcide Entrepreneur and is accessible at this Facebook page with the same name. It has over 10,800 likes and the maximum 5,000 friends. The account was previously named Tactical Firearms, but was used almost exclusively for personal messages from the founder of the company, Jeremy Alcoy, Elseed. I posted fewer than 20 commercial promotions messages over the five years, such as Black Friday specials, Elseed, Bill Natural News. I have thousands of personal posts over that same period of time. But the the account was used almost exclusively for personal messages to fans and friends. To to clarify his his personal personal. account status during the business of the bankruptcy fallout, Elseed updated the account named last uh, December to Jeremy Elseed Entrepreneur in order to reflect his personal namesake. A casual explanation of the post on the account. Examination. Yeah. Uh, indica- indicates it costs almost entirely of uh, it consists almost entirely of messages that are personal in nature and not commercial. But anyway, the court order uh, orders private individual to give up his own Facebook account. And it, this is really this really goes into this crazy restraint. Uh, well, are they saying it's a business account that he's declared well, yeah, bankruptcy and that yeah, was part of the business? That's what it seems like. I guess. And forces Facebook users to violate Facebook's term of use, which is, um, uh, uh, because this is really a long story. Um, but, uh, 
how the bankrupt proceeding turned into a theater of the absurd, and they show all these different things here on it. So, but if you want to, if you want to go to that, go to naturalnews.com. It's a great site. Mm-hmm. Right, Lyle? I think it's a very good site. And how about this? Um, New Ukrainian bill threatens to intern Russian citizens living in the Ukraine. Well, Ron Paul says that the Ukraine coup was not only supported by the U.S. and EU government, uh, but much of it was actually planned by them. Well, he's right. Yeah. Poroshenko threatens martial law in the Ukraine, but isn't that what fascists do? Ukrainian President Poroshenko has submitted a bill to his country's parliament allowing for the internment of Russian citizens living in the Ukraine. Russian citizens living in the UK can be interned in line with the bill on the legal regime of martial law submitted by Ukrainian President Petro Poroshenko to his country's parliament on Friday. According to a memorandum to the bill, measures on the legal regime of martial law include internment for settlement of nationals of a foreign state which threatens to attack or carry out aggression against the Ukraine. And that would be Russian citizens. Well, the UN official says we should make every effort to depopulate the planet. That's right. Christina Figueres, the Executive Secretary of the United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change, recently stated this in an interview that the Earth is undergoing a climate change. Mm-hmm. And we should depopulate. And we gonna, should depopulate. Is that going to start with her? Is she going to uh, set the example? I, I hope so. Depopulate herself. Yeah. It says uh, that we should look at uh, depopulating the planet. Uh, it's already bird overburdened with people, and that we should depopulate. There is a pressure on the system to go forward, and we can definitely change those. Right? We can definitely change those numbers. That Figueroa said. Well, set the example. And really, we should make every effort to change those numbers because we are already, today, already exceeding the uh, planetary uh, carrying capacity, she claimed. Huh. They tell you to depopulate, but that, of course, it doesn't appear uh, apply to them.
And if there are any three factors that are directly affected by climate, it's food, water, and energy. And so women, particularly in developing countries, are really at the forefront of negative climate impacts. They're the ones that bear the point. In some African countries, the food is 85% produced by women, 85% produced by women. Um, at the same time, what is very interesting is that women, if given the necessary tools, can really be little ants of change, okay? Think of, think of women in developing countries as a huge network, a huge ant colony that can really bring about the necessary change because these are the women that will make the decision about how am I going to cook? Am I going to continue to cook? I'll, I'll give you a very scary fact. 50% of women around the world, 50% still cook on open fire. You know what an open fire is? It is three stones, three pieces of wood, and a pot on top. 50% of women around the world, that is, that is immoral. That is immoral in the year 2013 because what it means is women have to walk long distances to go, and every day longer distances to go and get the firewood. Along the path, they are raped, robbed, or something else. Then they have to put up with all the fire because they're the ones that cook with their children. So the fire produces all of the smoke, and the women are the ones that have respiratory problems and their children because of the cooking license. And then the men still complain about the recipe, right? So they are the ones that can actually be the agents of change because they're the ones that can say, okay, yes, we have been cooking like this for years, but given the technology, and here's where technology dissemination needs to come in, I could move to an efficient stove. I could do something very, very different. And there's some very uh, successful clean cook stove projects out there, right? Many out there. Many, many projects, and every day more, thank heavens, replacing open fires with efficient stoves. There are many projects that are replacing kerosene lamps, which is currently the light of choice in developing countries, uh, with, solar, um, with solar cells. Um, and, again, it's the women who are doing this. So the women can be very important agents of change. And today we were just uh, with a very exciting new initiative uh, called the Women's Carbon Standard, which is um, a new initiative that is going to go out there and at these mitigation projects they're going to overlay um, a, um, a filter to see are women actually being benefited by these projects, are women being involved in the technology production and the technology dissemination, are they being involved in the income, are they being benefited by extra education. Um, I, I, I think we will see, um, particularly in developing countries, that women really will, are, are starting already, but will continue to take the lead in change. Well, that's nice to know. Right. <laughs> but she didn't really, she was going to talk about uh, population but I guess she's talking about women as the agent of change. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of, kind of, kind of contradicts herself. Yes. Um, but for anybody who wants to be... But global age, fertility age, rates yeah. are falling anyway because of pollution. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's all screwed to me. Is it screwed to you? I don't know. I'm not sure of the point they were going to make there. I didn't see it either. But... Anyone who's advocating that kind of thing. Uh, the United Nations bag, bag, baghead, <laughs> baghead climate official. Let's see, baghead, baghead climate uh, official. We should make every effort. That's the same. That's the same. All right. Well, I wanted to say, <laughs> disarm New York police department movement grows in New York. An activist group calling itself Disarm NYPD is seeking to strip officers of their firearms and boot them from select neighborhood streets, all in the name of keeping city citizens safe. A Twitter message from Occupy Buffalo gives a quick summary of the group's mission. Disarm NYPD is a new collective seeking to immediately stop the New York Police Department from killing anyone. The activists have teamed up with another group, Cop Watch, that seek to 
create no-cop zones and to hold police accountable via aggressive filming of their activities. The nonprofit Waging Nonviolence reported. Let me go to this article and see what else they have to say on that. That was after the problems they had in New York. Uh, Obama denounces less than a loving Christians at Easter prayer breakfast. Um, it says, toward the end of his speech at Tuesday morning's Easter prayer breakfast, um, President Barack Obama uh, appeared to veer off script to make some comments that implicitly referred to the fierce debate that has been ra uh, raging over the last week about the religious freedom laws in Indiana, Arkansas, and elsewhere. He said, oh, Easter, I do reflect on the fact that, uh, on Easter, I do reflect on the fact that as a Christian, I'm supposed to love, Obama said. And I have to say that sometimes when I listen to less than loving expressions by Christians, <coughs> I get concerned. As the crowd began to murmur, the president backed off saying, but that's a topic for another day. I was about to veer off, he explained. I'm pulling it back. And where there is injustice, we defend the oppressed, Obama said. Returning to his prepared remarks, where there is a disagreement, we treat each other with compassion and respect. Where there was differences, we find strength in our common humanity, knowing that we are all children of God. Yeah. Um, the moment drew the attention of Fox News, which played this section of the speech on air, and the divisiveness over some issues coming up uh, but not Christians under attack about the world. Well, Martha McCallum noted, referring to the recent attack at Kenya University that inexplicitly targeted Christians. Uh, Latin American countries want to remove all U.S. military bases. Leaders from the United States, Canada, and Latin America are gathering April 10th and 11th at the 7th Summit of the Americas to be held in Panama City, Panama, to talk about a variety of issues affecting the Western Hemisphere, including Cuba's relationship with the United States as both countries saw out of a decades-long diplomatic freeze. Another controversial subject some of the member countries want to take up is asking the U.S. government to close all military bases in Latin America. This is something that belongs in the Cold War, said Colombian former President Ernesto Samper. This is a growing global economy, and we have to leave aside all remnants of the past, especially unilateral politics. The bases are no longer relevant and should go. Well, there you go. Um, it's something interesting for, for uh, archaeology buffs. George was a... George Dixon, our old friend, he was an archaeology buff. And uh, this comes from the Time Wheel. It says, 10 archaeological discoveries you didn't hear about in school. Uh-huh. Let's see, I'll see if we can get this.
discovered in 1960. The Lons Olmedo are the most renowned site of a North or a Viking settlement in North America dating to around the year 1000. The site is the only widely accepted evidence that the Vikings visited North America before Columbus. It's mm-hmm. kind of like a, a, I don't know what it is, actually. Uh, it looks like a, it's a house built yeah. into, like, a hill. Yeah, but it's kind of a stretch. It's, it's, a, it's a building uh, built inside of a... A hill. A hill. Really? Yeah. So got a window on it. So. Yeah, yeah. In this, this one, the Saskatchewan stone fortress sits on the outskirts of the ancient Inca, Inca empire of, of Cusco, Peru. Peru. The size and precision needed to build this impenetrable fort is still unexplainable by modern science. Huge, it's a big stone fort. Big rounded stones on top of each other. Yeah. As is, the town of Mojego Daro was discovered in 1922 as the first known example of a human-built community that is interconnected by streets and a common drainage sewer. I wonder where that is. Uh, Look at that, it's beautiful. Stone. Town of Mahenjo Dero. I don't know if that was in Peru too. Or where is this? Peru. Yeah. Peru. Beautiful. Look at the beautiful stonework. Yeah. It says the gate, the gate of the sun of Bolivia is it's pre- precisely cut. Megalithic stone, archway from the empire of the Tuanaku. The detail in this artifact still stumps scientists today. Beautiful. Must have been a gate to somewhere. Isn't that beautiful? And the stone is very flat. Well, that's one. What is that? Like. The underground network of tunnels were built in the Stone Age. It stretches from Scotland through Europe and into Turkey. Long grottoes of Zhang, China, are man-made caves dating back to 2012 uh, BCE, and the highly detailed mankind uh, markings uh, running along the walls and ceilings are all evenly spaced at a 60-degree axis. This hand work must have required advanced tools or extreme patience. Now look at that. Unbelievable. The tunnels, though, go back to that. Um, those, uh, that's I, what I, I uh, Peter that, Moon I talked about. That the, was about uh, part two, but uh, those tunnels were actually for, uh, in Romania. Yeah. Under the Sphinx. Okay, but these are, are more different tunnels uh, going to different places. Mm-hmm. Could be the same uh, kind of, they're very tall, so it could be very. Uh, uh, these, these mysterious stone spheres located in Costa Rica seemingly have no explanation. Likely crafted by the Dequi people that inhabited the area from 700 to 1530 AD, these immense 15-ton spheres are said to be relics from the lost city of Atlantis. Uh, this is one thing. Wall. Round stone. Uh, mysterious stone spheres located in Costa Rica. That's what I just read. Oh, oh, oh that's the sphere. This yeah, mm-hmm. thing is something else. The uh, gold. Mount Tasatek, ancient Greece. I think. Mm-hmm. Okay, you yeah, read that. that. Uh, um, anyway, that's another one. And that's Interesting that's, thing. Yeah, and, and it's relics underneath the uh, ocean. The ocean. This um, is a Japan. What's that? Go back to the top. This is a Japan Yoguni monument. The two monoliths appear to have been placed by someone for some reason. 
They don't know why they're doing yeah, it. They're there, though. They don't know anything about these things, yeah. really. Yeah. There's 10 archaeological finds that you never heard about. I tried to go to um, former presidents warm about the invisible government running the United States. Yeah. We are the Rothschilds. You don't see us, but we are dictating your life. There was a whole article on this, and when you go to it, it doesn't come up. But here's a little bit of a read on it. Past presidents of the United <coughs> States and other high-profile political leaders have repeatedly issued warnings over the last 214 years that the U.S. government is under the control of an invisible government, owning no allegiance and acknowledging no responsibility to the people. According to six of our former presidents, one vice president, and a maraud of other high-profile political leaders, an invisible government that is incredibly evil and intent has been in control of the U.S. government ever since the days of Andrew Jackson, since at least 1836. They virtually run the U.S. government for their own selfish purposes. They control both parties. It operates under the cover of a self-created screen and seizes our executive offices, legislative bodies, schools, courts, and newspapers, every agency created for the public protection. Uh, John Kennedy spoke about it. Uh, I can't get it up. It won't come up. No. No. I can try again and see. No. Oh, here it is. It's coming. Yep. From the waking time, as a result, we have come to be one of the of the worst rules, one of the most completely controlled and dominated governments in the civilized world. Uh, no longer a government by free opinion no longer a government by conviction and the vote of the majority, but a government by the opinion and duress of a small group of dominant men. The source of, for the above quotes are listed below. Warnings about the invisible government running the U.S. It is not my intention to doubt that the doctrines of the Illuminati. Oh, I don't know what's wrong with that. Well, let's, let's, we, we were talking about the Ukraine. Yep. Uh, well, here's what Russia, uh, Russia's. Um, <coughs> excuse me, my, my hero, Alexander Solzhenitsyn, wrote. Uh, and he said, uh, You must understand that the leading Bolsheviks who took over Russia were not Russians. They hated Russians. They hated Christians. And driven by ethnic hatred, they tortured and slaughtered millions of Russians without a shred of human remorse. It cannot be overstated. Bolshevism committed the greatest human slaughter of all time. The fact that most of the world is ignorant and uncaring about this enormous crime is proof that the global media is in the hands of the perpetrators. That was Alexander Solzhenitsyn. And, and you got to remember, that was 60 million Russians and Eastern Europeans. And not a murdered, word about it. Were murdered by the hands of Jews. Mm -hmm. And the Bolsheviks were led by Jews. They were led mm -hmm. by uh, Lenin and Stalin and Trotsky and all of those. Uh, they were, you know, uh, atheist Jews. You know, yeah, you know. they were atheists. Uh, and this, they, is, uh, this is what some people have said about our government. A power has risen up in the government greater than the people themselves, consisting of many and various powerful interests combined in one mass and held together by the cohesive power of the vast surplus in banks. John C. Calhoun, Vice President. Note that it appears that Washington's and Jefferson's concerns regarding bankers and separation of the people from the government was realized by 1836. The fact was confirmed in a letter written by FDR in 1933 in which he wrote that a financial element in the large centers has owned the government ever since the days of Andrew Jackson. Jackson was the seventh president of the United States. Calhoun served as Jackson's vice president. Behind the ostensible government sits enthroned in a visible government owing no allegiance and acknowledges no responsibility to the people. 
to destroy this invisible government, to befoul the unholy alliance between corrupt business and corrupt politics, is the first task of the statesmanship of the day, Theodore Roosevelt, 26th president. A great industrial nation is controlled by a system of credit. Our system of credit is privately concentrated. The growth of the nation, therefore, and all our activities are in the hands of a few men. We have come to be one of the worst ruled, one of the most completely controlled and dominated governments in the civilized world. No longer a government by free opinion, no longer a government by conviction and the vote of the majority, but a government by the opinion and duress of small groups of dominant men. Woodrow Wilson, 28th President of the United States. Since I entered politics, I have chiefly had men's views confided to me privately. Some of the biggest men in the U.S. in the field of commerce and manufacture are afraid of something. They know that there is power somewhere so organized, so subtle, so watchful, so interlocked, so complete, so pervasive, that they had better not speak about it above the breath when they speak in condemnation of it. Woodrow Wilson, 28th President of the United States. There's no question it's out there, folks. Um, it has been for many years. Uh, what I wanted to mention before we uh, end tonight is there was a really nice article that was sent to me. Uh, I wanted to talk about it. It was called uh, the, uh, well, actually there's two of them, but I'd just like to read what, about John Kennedy, because he'd be a president that's... Oh, I, I thought you did. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society, and we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths and secret proceedings. Our way of life is under attack. Those who make themselves our enemy are advancing around the globe. No war ever posted a greater threat to our security. If you are awaiting a finding of clear and present danger, then I can only say the danger has never been more clear and its presence more imminent. For we are opposed around the world by monolithic, monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covert means for expanding its sphere of influence, on infiltration instead of invasion, on subversion instead of elections, on intimidation instead of free choice, on guerrillas by night instead of armies by the day. It is a system which has conscripted vast human and material resources into the building of a tightly knit, highly efficient machine that combines military, diplomatic, intelligence, economic, scientific, and political operations. Its preparations are concealed, not published. Its mistakes are buried, not headlined. Its dissenters are silenced, not praised. No expenditure is questioned, no rumor is printed, no secret is revealed. John F. Kennedy, 35th President of the United States, from a speech delivered to the American Newspaper Publishers Association on April 27, 1961, and known as the Secret Society speech. Okay. It was a brilliant speech, yeah. Killed him. Yeah. Um, six shifts in consciousness we are experiencing right now. I, this is Wake Up World. Um, actually, it's not Wake Up World. It's called Wake Up World. <laughs> I got, <coughs> I'm so sorry. I got a little bit out. Okay. Um, the sixth shift of consciousness we are all experiencing right now. Absolutely. Everything is... Yeah. Absolutely everything is a wave of energy, and there are many new energies taking place on Earth. We've shifted consciousness, but we're still using old reflections to create our reality. Abundance in all aspects of life is now much easier to achieve in the new vibration, and a confidence in our abilities will soon magnify to great levels in the coming years. There will be some obstacles and challenges ahead, but no that the following shifts in our being are happening right now as all humans are born into spiritual wealth without practice. Wow. And uh, that's, I remember, George, George, we talked about this as part of the new uh, millennium, the new, uh, the new world. And vibrating frequencies build a virtual construct that make 
uh, makes you think you are in a physical world, but you are not. You are living in a holographic universe, which is an illusion, so well designed that only the highest beings of light can see it for what it is. This is your destiny, but now you will continue to play this game called Earth at a level never played before. You are still playing with three-dimensional rules in a fifth-dimensional world, but you are quickly learning how to make the transition by shifting energy. Thinking about all the ideas of wellness, whether they be physical, mental, social, electrical, morals, the spiritual aspect of life, uh, they are all enveloped and affected by energy. How you think, feel, and act is all energetic. Right or wrong, black or white, good and bad, don't really exist, but we still need the perception of duality to continue the energetic game in its current form. We are discovering that everything is actually a shade of gray. And the most important thing you can do right now is listen to what is whispering to you, to your heart. You won't shout to get your attention, so you, it won't, sh- it won't shout to get your attention, uh, so you will listen very closely to the messages you're receiving. Shifts in consciousness right now. Number one, the realization of the eternal nature of your being. These are things that are all happening to us now. You are immortal. Uh, immortal in a physical vessel which you decide is mortal. Your physical vessel does not need to die, but you have come to accept that it will. So it does. And there is a balance of well-being that is certain for all of us. You all have a shared pain and part of the process of integration into the understanding of why it exists. Well, illness is not always a sign that there is something wrong to acclimate it to new energy. Many of you have chosen to push through these physical barriers first. You have been condemned that you, I'm sorry, conditioned that you must all naturally contact track diseases and take drugs to fix them. This is not so. You will know the eternal nature of your being and you will enjoy putting down your burdens and stop struggling to defend and guard against things you feel have gone wrong and must be made right. This is where most of your pain resides. You will learn to love knowing that you don't have to fix your planet or anybody else and that everything is just as it should be. You will come to know that your governments are exactly where they should be as are all your diverse beliefs and desires. Things do not have to change for you to be who and what you are, what you came here to be. It is then and only then that all the fixing required by your egos will actually occur, but you will know that in reality nothing ever needed to be fixed. You will let go of any resistance and hold yourself in steady alignment. Will it not be a magnificent moment when humanity can just be without having to be something else? This is where you are headed because you are divine beings of light and you have become masters at this game you call Earth. You no longer need to allow fear and resistance to subject your life to pain and you are moving away from this and transitioning more to love. Well, I, I honest, okay, we don't have to go through the whole thing. We just go, number two, shift in vital and spiritual energy. Number, number three, energetic harmony. Harmony. Right. Number four, energetic causation. Right. And that just means what scientific studies have failed to address on our planet is causation. Okay? But we're doing it. Energetic transfer and reflection. All right? It's happening now. Polarity, consciousness, and neutrality. Uh, is what's going on. So that's next. And what's next is the hard part is over. The only thing left to do now is alter your expectations and enjoy the ride. You are a divine being of light, and your true nature will not be all you know. Uh, will soon be all you know. The pace is now accelerating, and the coming change will also be met by shifts in monetary systems, the political landscape, and well, and as modifications in social and economic infrastructures. This will happen sooner than later but likely more the end of this year. And many of these events will happen simultaneously. And when this greater cycle begins, you will know. And it will be difficult, but 
that is a time to be centered and focused on seeing all the good that will come from the age of environment. And you are a truly empowered human to be doing on your mastery. Okay. So that's what we got to remember is happening right now. We're all getting ready to take off, folks. Just like right now, it's 9 o'clock, and we are about ready to ascend. What do you think there, Lyle? So we want to say goodnight, folks. About ready to and to that. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and, say we, and we'll talk to you tomorrow night. It'll be Union News. And, yeah, tomorrow night we, we'll be on our Union News issues. So goodnight, folks, and enjoy the rest of your evening. Talk to you tomorrow. Good night, everybody.